the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's a special treat to have Josh Pick of Aptus Wealth Management with us today. Later in the week than normal. Josh normally joins me on Monday, but he was uh, away at, on Monday, and so we're catching up today. And we would certainly invite you to listen to us tomorrow night at 7 o'clock on the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show. If you can't listen at 7 tomorrow night, catch the replay on Saturday at noon. Josh's firm, Aptus Wealth Management, is located in Lewis Center, just off Route 750, a bit north of 23 and 270, and they offer you a free consultation it is a very volatile time out there. You're managing your money. Tax season is coming up. Actually, we're in the middle of tax season and getting close to that. But Josh, uh, I would imagine right now you're hearing a lot of uh, questions from clients and people who know what you do for a living because with bank failures and you know just the volatility out there and the market up and down and all that, people are looking for a place to put their money, a safe place or a place that'll provide return on their investment because as you've said many times, uh, we got spoiled with uh, pretty good returns for a pretty long time, and that's not the case right now. Yeah, it's a pretty tumultuous time. You know, I mean, on on one hand, investors are looking in the market and saying, "Well, am I comfortable putting my money in? What season of the market are we in? Are we really heading into a recession, or are we going to come into this soft landing? And is it really a buying opportunity?" And then, on the flip side, for investors who think it's, you know, uh, everything's going to, you know, the proverbial hell in a handbasket, maybe I should run to the bank and just put my money in cash, and then we hear the headlines of Silicon Valley Bank and other banks to follow that are kind of going under. And for the first time in a really long time, I'm starting to hear this term, uh, disintermediation, financial disintermediation, which essentially, I hate to use jargon, but essentially means that people are starting to look towards investments directly rather than doing what they did before and going through an intermediary like a bank. And the reason that's a problem is banks do, let's just use banks as an example, banks do a lot of good things. You know, they lend money out, mm-hmm. uh, they help you do home improvement projects, or they help businesses expand. And the only way that they're able to do that is by taking uh, people or, you know, people's money into the bank. They hold that money, pay a very low interest rate, and then they charge a higher interest rate to loan that money out. And that allows the economy to keep on trucking forward. Sure. But now you look at today and people are terrified of the banks. And saying, why would I put my money in the bank? I'll just put my money in treasury bills, or I'll put my money in gold or Bitcoin or whatever it might be. Uh, if they do that, now the banks have less money to work with, and they're left with a couple of really tight challenges. I mean, they can either start raising interest rates and cutting into their profit margins and maybe hurting themselves by trying to compete with these other investments, or they just take in less investments and you get into this thing that we kind of call a credit crunch where nobody can get money from the banks or it's very, very difficult. So the real concern is if this proceeds, what kind of impact not only will banks failing have, but what kind of impact will people not trusting banks have by not putting their dollars in? So what would be the bank's collectively response to that? Is it uh, something they can pay higher interest rates? I don't know. I mean, I, I just... I know they would try to appeal to customers or, you know, rebuild customer confidence and things like that, which can be difficult in the wake of 
banks failing, but what would a bank's response be to that, and how can that work for savers and investors? Yeah, that's the difficult part, right, because there's no perfect answer. This is a lot like when we've been talking about the Fed recently, where we say, how much are they going to raise interest rates? On one hand, they have to combat inflation, but on the other hand, they don't want to raise interest rates so much that it has a traumatic effect on the economy. Well, similarly here with banks, do they have to raise interest rates to compete? Yes, they do. But if they raise interest rates too much, could they get themselves in even more problems by over-promising and you know, ultimately having to under-deliver and creating even more of an issue? And the answer to that is, is yes. And that's why you're seeing so much governmental intervention here, which I'm not saying I agree with, but you can see the kind of conundrum that both the banks, the federal government, and investors are in. And unfortunately, in times like these, you'll start to see investors doing some very irrational things in trying to almost overweight themselves in one area because it feels like the safe place to go. Uh, But in reality, being diversified and understanding the way that these markets work and understanding how to kind of hedge your position to create a safe trajectory for your money is so important. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, That underscores the importance of having a fiduciary, someone who is legally obligated to do what's best for you in growing your money. That is certainly what Josh and the Aptus Retirement Team are, and it underscores the importance as well of having a blueprint, having a real plan, and understanding a plan, and executing a plan in these kinds of volatile times. You can set up a free consultation with Josh and his team at Aptus by making your appointment online at Aptus Wealth, A-P-T-U-S, aptuswealth.com. You can also set up your appointment on the phone, 614-917-1040. And you and I have touched on before, like basically what you're talking about is fear. People fear losing their money. And fear is a really insidious thing because it can make people do irrational things. We see it play out in all aspects of society. And I see headlines. Another thing you've touched on is this appeal that some uh, investment people but not fiduciaries make where, hey, a limited time and the returns are going to be great and all this. And I saw two headlines today that I just thought, man, people have to be so careful. One forecasts this, you know, every decline in cryptocurrency is a buying opportunity. Uh, Gold has been not very good in terms of returns for a while, but now it's poised to just jump like crazy. And people really have to be careful in these times, Josh, because the one thing that is worse than having volatility in the market is getting taken by some scheme or some kind of over ambitious strategy or uh, or uh, promise someone makes that they have uh, really no control over keeping. Yeah, you know, gold is, is not a bad, let's, let's just kind of go through the two examples that you gave. Uh, you know, gold is not a bad thing to have in your portfolio. So I'm not speaking negatively towards gold. Gold's been a great, you know, inflation hedge over time. Uh, however, in the long run, it hasn't necessarily been the best investment, second only probably to cash in the way of lowest rates of return versus, let's say, the stock market or even the bond market over time. That said, you know, gold is gold has had a pretty good run here over the last couple of months, and it's very possible that that run will continue. So having a little bit of gold in your portfolio is not a bad thing. I think what you and I are speaking to is you'll find folks in times like these who will hear headlines or read a report or have some sort of, you know, muckraking, overdramatic, uh, uh, convincing person tell them that now is the time that if your money is not 100% in gold, you're going to get washed out with the, with the, with the current, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just simply not a good approach, and it, it never really has been. 
But people will always point to this one scenario where if you had invested in gold at this particular time, you would have made a gajillion dollars and you would have looked like a genius while everybody else was just sheep following the herd. And, you know, the same thing will be true of Bitcoin, will be true of commodities, will be true of whatever it might be. And I would very much caution people to not take that polarized type of approach where they're you know, really knee-jerk reacting to fear. It's It never, ever works out. No, it certainly does not. Uh, listen to the Aptus Retirement Blueprint radio show to get more strategies and more deeply just understand what's going on out there and why things are happening. Uh, Josh and I host that tomorrow night, 7 o'clock here on The Answer. It replays Saturday at noon. Get a free consultation with the Aptus Retirement team by calling 614-917-1040 or by making your appointment online, Aptus Wealth, A-P-T-U-S, AptusWealth.com, and sign up to be a subscriber to Josh's YouTube channel. While you're on the site, that will give you notification every time they post new content. Uh, as we wrap up here, tax season right around the corner. We're in the uh, home stretch. We got till April the 18th. Uh, what would you say to people about uh, being you know, smart when they do their tax planning, if not for this particular uh, return coming up, one uh, that is always lurking out there one year away. Yeah, well, hopefully, if, if you haven't hit some of the things that you could have done before December 31st, you'll, you know, maybe write these down, put a reminder in your calendar for next year that, hey, you know, we missed it this year. There's some stuff we could have done before December 31st that we just didn't do. But all hope is not lost. Um, you can still do things like IRA contributions, um, you know, HSA contributions, et cetera, all the way up until the 15th. So I would highly recommend that, you know, you don't wait until the last minute that, you know, go meet with your tax pro and ask the question, what are some things that I can still do before April 15th that might lessen the bite of my tax bill? Because again, not all is lost. Well, I know that, and I know that there are strategies out there. We talk about them a lot on the Aptus Retirement Blueprint radio show, and we do it on typically Mondays with you uh, in a shorter time frame, but we're glad to have you on a Thursday. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Again, I urge everyone to do what I've done, which is sit for that free consultation with Aptus, 614-917-1040, to set that up. And you can also set it up online at Aptus Wealth, A-P-T-U-S, aptuswealth.com. They're located in Lewis Center. And Josh, I look forward to seeing you here in studio tomorrow. You as well. Thanks, Bruce. I find it hard to feel too sorry for West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin, who pens an editorial today in the Wall Street Journal, um, complaining about the Inflation Reduction Act and how it has been implemented. Because I'm not so old that I remember that the Inflation Reduction Act passed only because Joe Manchin signed it. Joe Manchin agreed to pass it. And Joe Manchin stood uncomfortably in the White House when Joe Biden signed it, grinned stupidly and evilly at him, and then handed Joe Manchin a pen. And I remember thinking at the time, oh, Joe Manchin, that's going to be a really bad picture on the campaign trail, where you're accepting a pen from the idiot who duped you into signing the Inflation Reduction Act that is not going to reduce inflation, that is going to exacerbate inflation, that is instead a climate bill, which is going to waste a bunch of money. And wouldn't you know, in today's Wall Street Journal, Joe Manchin writes, that the administration is attempting at every turn to implement the bill it wanted, not the bill Congress actually passed. Ignoring the debt and deficit implications of these actions as the time nears to raise the debt ceiling isn't only wrong, 
It's policy and political malpractice. Oh, well, thank you, Joe Manchin, for making that possible. He writes, I believe the only person who can reign in this extremism is Mr. Biden. Yeah, the only person now, the only person back before it passed was you. And you signed on to it, moron. The first step, Manchin writes, is for the president to sit down with fiscally minded Republicans and Democrats to negotiate common sense reforms to out of control fiscal policy. While we can all acknowledge that raising the debt limit is an absolute necessity. And Republicans should not threaten otherwise. Are we seriously to believe there is no room to negotiate? Well, you are to believe that if you believe your lying idiot president, because that's what he says. No negotiation. None. Period. Zero. Manchin writes, does the federal government operate so efficiently and effectively that there is truly not one dollar of waste, fraud or abuse? Let's get serious. Well, I'm glad you'd like to get serious, fool, since you were duped into signing it and have caused the problem now that you rail against. What's the old saying? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. Joe Manchin. How, idiot. How many, how many lies is he going to get suckered into? I have no idea. Uh, yesterday on Capitol Hill, uh, one of my personal favorites, Louisiana Senator John Kennedy taking on border czar, Homeland Security Director. Ha! Alejandro Mayorkas. Mr. Secretary, our, our southern border is not secure, is it? Senator, um, I have spoken about this. I believe I've addressed this earlier in the hearing. Why don't you let address me, it again? And we, let me we, assure we, you we, that we are doing secure so. because we're trying to secure it. Are we succeeding? Uh, Senator, we are so focused on the security of our southern border. We are doing so much <laughs> with respect not to succeeding. the surge. Don't, it's caused the 95... Don't filibuster me. It's You've caused, been doing that all day. I'm just trying to I'm ask I'm just trying questions. to communicate. Mayorkas is... Uh, the guy's a pinata. He, he must love getting pummeled. He goes to Capitol Hill. He did not even yesterday admit to knowing that... Most migrants who come across the border come across the border wearing wristbands. I'm not talking about sweatbands like you buy at the store to like wipe your brow. I'm talking about wristbands, the kind you'd get when you are admitted at the hospital. Okay, they get a wristband from the cartels so that the cartels know this person paid their 30 grand to get across the border. That is how sophisticated the trafficking is at the border. And Mayorkas was like wristbands what wristbands aren't those for free rides at cedar point unreal i mean just (laughs) unreal they're not the kind you can take off they're the kind that are clipped on there so you can't get them off that's how organized they are at the border and this boob contends that he i wristbands huh what i have no idea what you're talking about no of course you don't uh speaking of being embarrassed yesterday uh, on the uh stage at capitol hill uh, General Mark Milley interrogated by Florida Congressman Matt Gates, who held up a book called White Privilege that, as Matt Gates tells you, was written by a Department of Defense employee. General Milley, this will be my last time to question you. You mentioned two years ago that you wanted to better understand white rage. And so my question is this. Did you read this book? No, not at all. What is, well, it, what, it, it is, a, What is White Privilege is the book, and it's actually written by a DOD official 
a senior official in diversity, equity, and inclusion, and there are now hundreds of these books in dozens of schools, and I wonder if you guys connect this to your problems with recruiting. I've never read it, never seen it. Um, I, frankly, I don't even think about that stuff. Doesn't even think about it. Nobody believes that. Nobody believes that with the woke nonsense going on in our military and the fact that recruiting is down. Because as I said, why would you want to join a military where you have to defend a country that is uh, inherently racist, sexist, homophobic, and everything else? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, there's more. Donald Trump is doing well. For those of you out there who are uh, irrevocably tied to him, I am not. I would like to have, and I believe it is essential for our country to have, a tactical president who is one step ahead of the woke. I believe Ron DeSantis has proved that in Florida. I don't think Disney ever thought that their special taxing district could be taken away from them when they decided to get out over their skis protesting from a corporate perspective the parents' rights in education bill that is given the derisive and wholly inaccurate name the Don't Say Gay Bill. Disney came out, talked about, oh, we have a not-so-secret gay agenda, and we're going to marshal our forces against this. We're bigger than the governor of Florida. And Ron DeSantis said, oh, yeah, really? Did you know that you have a special taxing district? Guess what? We can take that away from you. And they did. This is why I think Ron DeSantis would be a phenomenal president, because he'd be playing chess while the rest of the Democratic Party is playing checkers. But Donald Trump's little dalliance with an indictment by idiotic Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg has, I think, been the reason why Donald Trump is now 11 points higher in the polls at Fox for the Republican nomination for president, and DeSantis is four points lower. Those 11 points have to come from somewhere. Some of them came from DeSantis, who now trails Trump by 30 points, 54 to 24. I do not think that margin is uh, unable to be erased because virtually every time Trump opens his mouth, he is less and less likable. I know that angers some of you who are hopelessly and irrevocably in the Trump camp. I want to win. And I do not see a way that Donald Trump can convince enough independents to vote for him. I know all you Trumpies who have been with him forever will stay with him through thick and thin. Enjoy the butt kicking you get on election night in November of 2024. You will be the reason. Why we are doomed to another two years, another four years of Joe Biden. I guess I'm expecting him to keel over for them to finally put him out to pasture after he gets halfway through his second term. But maybe DeSantis won't run. Maybe Matt Mayer's right. Maybe DeSantis will say, all right, I'm just going to keep my powder dry. I'll serve my second term as governor. I'll run for Senate. I'll serve two years in the Senate from the state of Florida. And then I'll run for president in 2028 if we still have a country left by that time. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.